Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review our, us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of our podcasts on Experience Points, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We'd be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, streams, and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQPoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released on the podcast feed, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash experience points. Please say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Um, as you can see, my setup is not glorious as it normally is. With the update for Zoom, I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around that and making sure our video is up and running and beautiful with our lovely cast. So you get this behind-the-scenes, rough, sharing awesomeness that uh, everybody really wants to have on their uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, so uh, while I tweak video, uh, why don't y'all introduce yourselves? Let's uh, start at the bottom of the screen. Steph, how's it going? I'm Steph. I play our Gorin Solarian <laughs> scholar, uh, <laughs> Navu Paleglade. My pronouns are she, her, and Navu's are she, they. Awesome. Thanks, Steph. And Mackenzie. Hello. Hi, uh, I'm Mackenzie. I play Dr. Joe Pepper. Uh, I'm an envoy. Uh, oh my gosh. What is my <laughs> other thing? It's been a while. <laughs> icon. I'm an icon. I'm iconic. You I'm are. an icon envoy. <laughs> and me and me and Joe, both of us use she, her pronouns. Awesome. Thanks. And Calric. Hello, I'm Kelrick. I have to really work at projecting because I'm sharing a microphone right now. Say that with a little bit more disgust. Sharing. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I play Thrawny Ecos. He is our Witch Warper Ace Pirate. Ace, Ace Pirate. Pirate? Ace Pirate! Yar. Ace Pilot. <laughs> Shoot. Patra. <laughs> and uh, both he and I use he, him pronouns. I also have my companion, Shimsy. She's my little squawks, and she uses she, her pronouns. And I am your host, DM person. Um, my name is Kenny, and my pronouns are he, they. Hello, EQ Pointers. This is Kenny. I want to share a note with you about our audio situation. You may notice some audio hiccups in this episode. We are finalizing a move into a new studio space, and during recording, I didn't push our audio live after our break until near the end of the stream. That's what backup copies are for, right? Kelrick did an amazing job matching the audio lip sync for the YouTube video. If you're listening to the pod version, just imagine our mouths moving properly with the sounds. 
Thank you for your time, and without further ado, our next episode. Um, I'm curious as to why you want to visit this asteroid. I'm sorry, was there a detailed explanation portion of the uh, Space Hub request that I neglected to fill out? It is a curiosity, nothing more. Curiosity is fine, I can appreciate that. Perhaps 200 more credits will alleviate your curiosity. Yeah, sense motive. <laughs> Some shady shit right here. Damn. <laughs> and 200 credits, not enough. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll it. Roll it inside of. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is so freaking perfect narratively. A 10. Yeah. Um, they are being very straightforward. Uh, you get a sense that uh, for them is no nonsense and doesn't want you in their business. I'm here. I was trying to make friends with the NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> I think Navu would just kind of blink at the offer of money, turn around, and walk away. I hope Agle <laughs> just... jumps in on this because we don't walk away from money. <laughs> um, funny enough, with all of these NPCs on board, Agle seems to be very preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the dm doesn't want to do four npcs in a scene lots of time talking to yourself what i have no idea maybe one of my npcs is stuck in a book and not going to talk that much either <laughs> it's a really good book so it is the best book um all right uh, so Furthen gets back uh, into uh, doing whatever it is they are doing with their free time uh, on the way to um, uh, Valgab. You all are making it uh, your way into uh, the diaspora system of asteroids. Um, and you do get a, a comms notification from Space Hub that uh, a tip has been assessed of 200 credits. Uh, as you make it in um, to the diaspora system, Thrani, your navigation system starts pinging as the coordinates that were set start to align and take shape. And you do notice um, the trajectory for Valgab is very, it appears chaotic, but it is very actually elegant in its motions through the diaspora. But it is complex. Okay. Um, the ship is um, moving to align with it, and uh, you are able to get closer and closer towards a landing spot. With the way I'm picturing Thrawny and his Witch Warper abilities, can I use a mysticism check to boost my piloting for this? Because I feel like that's in tapping into these alternate realities? Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do a mysticism check. Ooh, goodness. I am rolling nothing. That's a three plus six for nine. Yeah, with the nine, I'm going to say that uh, there are some 
also some uh, cosmic energy readings coming through um, this area of space as well that really make navigating difficult. Your sensors are pinging and going off the charts, reading all sorts of interesting uh, readings. And uh, there are anomalies uh, in and throughout the diaspora. Rural culture checks. I think the first thing I would do is jump on comms and uh, could the science officer please report to the bridge? I, I was just gonna can, offer. <laughs> can Navu please, please come to the bridge? I think because you said science officer, Dr. JP also goes to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And of course, with my culture, I get a 21. I got a 24. <laughs> 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 so, um, Navu's uh, space expertise isn't necessarily in terrestrial phenomena. Um, and this is more or less details about the diaspora itself. The diaspora itself has only been explored to the extent that 3% of it is known. The rest of it is a mystery. Um, you hear stories about the frontier of the galaxy and about um, uh, ancient species such as dwarves mining untold riches from asteroids moving throughout the diaspora. Uh, also that because more than 90% of it is unknown, there are forces and um, anomalies at play that no one has ever seen nor heard of. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Nauvoo, any suggestions like it doesn't even occur to me to turn to dr jp for this i'm just used to jp jumping in like you don't ask jp jp tells you <laughs> <laughs> um, would i be able to do like a computers or another physical science to see if i can because Navu would have already been on their way to the bridge to do scans and gather data mm -hmm. because that's what they do especially you know every place they go is new and unexplored right absolutely so go with computers Woo, yes. 23 all right uh yeah um there was a silently imposed uh, negative to your role because of all of the anomalies in space, but your 23 definitely overcomes some of those, uh, some minuses. And um, you are able to um, determine that the path of this uh, asteroid that you're, you're uh, flying to of uh, Valgab um, takes you close to um, a lot of different highly populated and uh, also uh, highly interesting uh, points within the diaspora. One of the largest, most popular, um, popular for its uh, differences. Um, this point is uh, this asteroid of uh, Niasis. 
it is a giant ice ball from which water flows throughout the diaspora. River, a river, this river of water through through the diaspora comes from Nyasis. And the trajectory of this asteroid places it in a great observation parallel for some time. Okay. I, I don't know what to make of that, so <laughs> cool. Okay. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, for me, it, it's a it's piloting and just seeing if JP or Navu have any information to give me before I get started. Yeah. yeah. I rolled a 24, so I don't know if that gives me anything I need to tell Thrani. For you, I'm going to take a very social standpoint. Um, you sense. know that there are enclaves of Sarcassians who um, live in the waters underneath the ice of Nyasis um, in, in small communities. Uh, other than that, you are, you may be trying, uh, you may know them because they are a target of one of your studies of an unreleased draft book. All right. Uh, yeah, then I, I, I relay that and I say, um, I'm, I'm doing a book. Uh, I usually focus on the self and, and relations to close people, but I'm trying to branch out and write some books about community building and uh, how to build a greater uh, understanding of, of units of people. And uh, I was uh, looking into these people and I kind of explain where they, uh, what their vibe is. Yeah, if this is where the saplings want to go, then I guess that's where we're taking them. So, yeah, oh. I, I'd start initiating my pilot checks. And as I'm doing that, I'd be like, Navu, did they give you, like, any reason they want to go here? When I attempted to ask, I was bribed into silence. Dr. JP, do you want to go ask? Sure. Why not? Uh, I'll go to the person who, I'll like leave the bridge. I'll go to the person who's reading my book. <laughs> uh, so you walk up to uh, Madrim and uh, they're just reading, scrolling through the book and kind of nodding a little bit and, um, you know, chuckling at appropriate intervals. And um, I sit down next to them. I go, how are you enjoying it? Dr. Joe, this is so insightful. Oh, thank you. It's a, you're, you're getting an exclusive sneak peek. This uh, hasn't been published yet. Oh, well that is just the cap to this wonderful trip. That's amazing. Can I, if you don't mind me asking, I've never been here before. What brings you all the way out here? They look a little bit, um, not flustered. Uh, they, they look a little bit lost in thought and they say, it's not really my place to discuss reasons for really anything. You'll have to talk with Furthen. What do you mean, not your place? Your person, you can speak. Oh, I do have those capabilities. You are so sweet to say. But, uh, it's not... And they're struggling for a word. Um, if you want to roll a sense motive or... Yeah, I'm going to get up and go over to the bookshelf as I'm rolling the sense motive to grab another very specific book for them that I have the name of. 
Okay. <laughs> um, that and diplomacy or diplomacy. Or diplomacy would work as well, but oh, um, sense motive to to see if if they're hiding something or uh, it was diplomacy. a good roll and it didn't show up on the thing. Oh no! Oh no! It was a fourteen plus six, so I don't know if you want to. Okay. Roll. We, we will take a, a, I a dirty twenty. Yeah, diplomacy's worse. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why it didn't show up there. I threw it on the thing. Sorry, um, but yeah, we'll take the dirty twenty for uh, sense motive and the um, seventeen for diplomacy. So um, with your your dirty twenty, um, you see them struggling to try to maintain a certain image or decorum. To you, it doesn't seem like this is a group of friends at all but there is a hierarchy in play that reads more like co-workers or colleagues. Um, so I kind of just like take that in and I grab um, two books, two of my books off the shelf uh, and I, I, I put them down on the table in front of them and I say, well, if you uh, ever decide you want to tell me. And, I, and, I, and the two books are... Um, creating your universe, learning how to center your needs. And then the second one is the subtle art of confidence. You are indeed the center of the universe. <laughs> um, and I just kind of, I kind of like sashay away. I like, okay. I move my hips a little bit. <laughs> They'll say, noted. <laughs> and I'll go back to Thrani and That's <laughs> beautiful. I love that. I'm like making a whole <laughs> list of the na book names. It's hard. <laughs> it's so I'm, I'm, I'm like, but it's helping me uh, sort of, she's definitely like a self-help and like relationship person. That's definitely like what she does. Yeah. She's probably like a less sexual Dr. Ruth. Uh, <laughs> with like a self-help a self -help person. So it's like relationships and confidence and, and you know, making the best you you can be kind of bullshit. A sexual... Dr. Ruth in this universe would be fascinating, though. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm making a list. I'll send it to everybody. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm super excited about that. They, they take your books. Um, I, I think you hear them slide off the table, and uh, you don't see them after that. And you were walking away, uh, walking towards Thrani and Abu? Yes. Oh. While that was going on, I was... Pilot, trying to pilot closer in, and I got a dirty 20 on the roll. Good, yeah, you're able to maintain a, a coordinates to not quite put in orbit, but maintain a, um, a, a chase uh, okay. vector so that you can stay in alignment with the asteroid's movements. Cool. Um, and when it is time to land, you will have a plus to your piloting role for that. Cool. Uh, so did you get anything? No, there was, they were pretty shady, but I definitely am not getting the impression that these people like each other. They seem to be working with each other. They're definitely up to something, but I can't get anything out. But I am, uh, I am getting the idea that Sorry, that's a toilet in my, uh, that's the day, one of them must be using the bathroom. Um, I am getting the impression though, that there's some sort of hierarchy. 
And uh, I think that if we can mess with that hierarchy a bit, maybe some of the people who aren't in charge will be able to break away and speak their mind if they don't think that they're uh, being watched by those above them. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It seems like there, there, there was a level of fear of speaking out. I think we might have to crack that open if we want any information. Malavu, when you spoke to uh, further, did they seem hostile or just indifferent to talking to us? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Steph is trying to decide how... I know how I took it. It's how I'm trying not to meta game. Mm-hmm. You're fine. It's so hard because I'm a meta person. <laughs> <laughs> they were rather abrupt and to the point about avoiding the subject. And the fact that their first response was to offer credits to dissuade curiosity does cause a bit of alarm. Yeah. So I would get on comms and just say uh, further to the bridge, please. Further, further to the bridge. And then I don't know if it's a check of some sort, but I would basically instruct A-hole to like light the path directly to the bridge. So if I remember correctly, the couch was on the bridge, which would be hilarious. It was in the communal space that was not not a second bedroom. Mm -hmm. So it was just across the way from the uh, crew quarters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's right off of the bridge itself. So um, there is a uh, definitely a path lighting system that you can light up. And um, if you do so, then that is done. As that's happening, I'm going to cast um, Charming Veneer on all three of us because it's a zero level spell. And so by the time they get there, all of us have charming veneer. Okay. Yep, and uh, so you wait a couple of minutes and um, Furthen enters the bridge um, and they stop at the, the door uh, portal area and um, they say, do I have permission to come aboard? I think currently since I'm doing the piloting, I'd be wearing the captain's posted. Uh, absolutely. You have been requ- your presence has been requested. Thanks. They step onto the bridge um, and they say, do you commonly call your passengers to the bridge? When it's a super tricky landing, yeah. You never know what inside your passenger might bring. Well, if I were booking a transportation professional, 
it is a little bit disarming to think that they'd be asking help from their passengers to do their job. Like, I rolled a 21 on diplomacy. Okay, <laughs> for with your statement, um, he, he, or they, they stick with that statement, uh, but then they, they respond back, but I understand the unique situation that this trip requires, so I won't hold it against you. Oh, totally appreciate it. Um, so, as you can see, I'm on trajectory to get us there. We're getting pretty close. I just need to know if... And I look over at Dr. JP and I'm like, there's any information that like might impact on us getting landing clearance. Yeah. With your 21, they chuckle. <laughs> well, it seems you didn't do your research on the destination, so there goes one star. But uh, this uh, asteroid is uninhabited. You don't need clearance. Oh, I thought that so, Mackenzie's culture role um, said that it was inhabited. No, so the asteroid is in a direct orbital path that mirrors, um, for a temporary point, another asteroid named Niasis that is inhabited. Well, mistakes were made. That's fine. It's confusing. Um, Bad narrator. I'm hoping JP will jump in. <laughs> the idea of losing his star might be enough. Yeah, I say, well, uh... There's misunderstood. It is difficult to research a destination when we are told five minutes before takeoff. You can do a diplomacy roll, too. Yeah, yeah do, do a diplomacy roll. <laughs> Don't plus one. Because I'm gonna say, Furthen is really hostile. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be like, well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm giving you one less star too. We also rate you. I bet you didn't. <laughs> oh god! And I got another ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Furthen uh, says, "If this is how you want to run your business, that's on you." Ugh, you're one of those people. You know, putting rudeness out into the world just makes you get slammed back with rudeness right at you. You know, I think that going into the world with a kinder disposition usually makes your life a little bit easier. As you're talking, like midway through, Furthen just turns around and starts walking away. <laughs> Roll your diplomacy quick. Who was the one I was talking to? Uh, Madrin. Madrin. I sort of like look over at Madrin and like. They're not there. I called Furthen specifically, hoping that we could use diplomacy to change their attitude toward us. Yeah, well, I say, I say, oh, this is why Madrin's my favorite. Uh, roll, roll. They're in charge, right? (laughs) (laughs) What am I rolling? Uh, either diplomacy or let me see what else. Intimidation. Intimidation. Um, Whatever it is, you get a plus one. Okay. Um, 
That's low for me, but plus one is 18, I guess. Yeah, so with an 18, um, at the mention of Madrin's name and saying that they're in charge, Furthen has made it like partially out, out of the, the port entryway, uh, out of the bridge, and uh, they stop and they turn around and they chuckle. Ha! No. No, they're not. Can I see, can I like turn the intercom on and say, why not? What's wrong with Madrin? <laughs> Roll stealth. <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. This is Will it be sleight of hand? Uh, yeah, roll sleight of hand. That's the worst. What? Ooh, nice. 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 I like, I like, I like lean against the board and I turn the intercom on and I go, what's wrong with Madrin? I think they're wonderful. <laughs> Furthen leans in and says, Madrin doesn't have the sense of two leaves rubbing together. Madrin is here just to record their thoughts for the leadership. Who knows why they thought that they should be sent? I'm meticulous. Well, that meticulously an asshole. I, I like them quite a lot. <laughs> but you, you're allowed to have your opinion. <laughs> Jesus. I've already sent your crew 200 more credits. Nothing more needs to be said on the matter. And that sounds. They walk out. As they walk out, I like turn. I like I do like a <laughs> like a sneaky little turn back to Thrani and Navi when I point at the intercom being on, and I like turn it off. Thrani's mouth drops, and you're just like, "That's amazing." They were mean, and now we can watch the crumbling. A hand for a high five. <laughs> I high five back. Total yes, fist bump. It came through. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no corona in space <laughs> <laughs> yeah corona can't touch us here uh, please turn on the monitor in like the guest <laughs> area <laughs> Thrady beats they're so opera this is so I gotta watch my shows <laughs> I need my dad on novella Sound at like ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a monitor uh, pops up, um, and you see uh, Madrin sitting on the couch, and they have one of Doctor JP's books open, and um, uh, Furthen walks in, and Madrin turns their head towards uh, Furthen, cocks an eyebrow doesn't say anything, turns back to the book, and then you hear further, uh, Madrin say, right, like you could actually be the leader. <clears throat> I say, Aho, um, where's the popcorn on the ship? Can I do a computer's check to see if we can track back to where this money is coming from? 
since we can see the transfer, like, is it a personal account or is this like a business account? Um, you will have to do a computer check. Okay. And get an eight. All right. So, um, you're looking at the fair statement and, um, you just see basically what the basic user interface is of Space Hub, and uh, it's just giving you the general information. You've received a payment from, and then you know, uh, probably from Blue Spruce. Yeah, as I pick, as I get that, I'm gonna swipe it over to Navu's screen, and uh, Navu, I've started the the search. <laughs> on just where these funds are coming from. Can you work your magic? I'm no help at all. (laughs) I didn't even get a 10. I can't assist. But I can just toss the task as captain. (laughs) (laughs) I can try. Okay. Uh, With a 19, uh, you're able to get a little bit more information about the transaction itself. Um, but you uh, do you, you get that the transaction was routed from uh, Goris Prime, which is um, the homeworld of the Goran. I forgot they had a whole planet in the Vescarium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. And that's all that I can get is us being routed through Goran Prime. No. The origin is Goran Prime, but it routed through to a relay at Absalom Station and then into your accounts from Space Hub. It seems they are working with someone on Goran Prime. Possibly. It is being routed from there to Absalom to us. I was grown on Castorvel. I guess that's like a no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I know anybody? You might. <laughs> um, let's see, what do I want you to roll for this? Uh, Acrobatics? No. My, pro- <laughs> my profession? I don't know. Yeah, actually, yeah, roll a profession. <laughs> I don't know what this like. You have not been to Gora's Prime, uh, though the idea and thought did occur to you that is a market you might want to break into. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, I have that thought as I'm (laughs) as I don't realize I don't know anybody. Um, I'm gonna leave it up to you, Navu, how much of your ancestral um, background you know, but everyone has roots back to Gora's Prime at some point. I don't know. I I feel like at some point Nevu probably visited, but I don't know how deep those roots are there. Probably not very then. Um, Yeah. If if you uh, grew up on on Castravel in the Pact Worlds, then probably fairly disconnected. And probably intentionally so. I'm gonna give drop this little bit of culture um, knowledge about Gorin is that they're viewed with suspicion in the Pact worlds because they mm-hmm. aligned with um, the Vescarian in the in the Secret Wars. They are rumored to have done so. 
Exactly. And so um, Nauvoo is very aware of that cultural norm and so likely very much separated themselves from that thought in culture. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a great place today to leave our grove of travelers and the crew of the GD Hoopty on their way to uh, land on the Valgab wandering asteroid in the diaspora. Um, thank you all so much for uh, participating today. I'm so sorry about all of the technical issues. We will hopefully have this all worked out the next time we meet. Um, but until then, um, let us sign off. Uh, let's start with Mackenzie. Yeah, uh, I'm Mackenzie. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Mackenzie Wilkes. And uh, every other Saturday I'm here hanging out. And um, pretty soon we're going to be getting back into, uh, we're hopefully going to be recording remotely, getting back into Rise of the Demigods uh, live every Wednesday night. Um, as well as I catch me on the podcasts Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice, and uh, the podcast I run with my partner Dungeon Wives. Amazing, that is so cool. Uh, and thank you. Yeah. Um, I think Steph dropped out one more time, so let's uh, go with Kelric. Hello. So I'm Kelric. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. And you can find me here playing Thrawny. You can find me on Alternating Sundays playing the narrator in our Cuminary game. And I am still very much looking for a... Um, it's been so long. Humblewood. And so many failures. A Humblewood game because I'm desperate to play. It looks so much fun. Nice. Thanks, Cal. And Steph. Hi, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. When I'm not here rolling dice with these lovely folks, you can catch me every other Wednesday on my podcast, Film Fatales. Um, we've got a bunch of fun things coming up right now that I'm not at liberty to tease and oh no, no. it is a tease the biggest <laughs> tease ever the internet, the internet said don't even talk about it nope, don't even <laughs> think about it time out for you uh, I'm hoping that they'll announce death becomes her that becomes her is amazing. Or, but I'm Isabella a Rossellini in that movie. Hmm. I said Isabella Rossellini in that movie. Oh yeah. So it's so Iconic. awesome. And Goldie Hawn and Meryl yes, Streep. Yes, Meryl Streep. It's so oh. good. Like that was my one of my gay awakening movies. <laughs> Steph maybe frozen, but looks very cute in this freeze frame. She, she does that a lot. Like, like when she freezes, it's usually an adorable pose. You know, like other people get like that. Like, no, <laughs> she gets adorable. <laughs> I've sent over my first draft of book titles to everyone on this book. Excellent. Ah, oh, she's you're back. back. You're back. So the unmentionable title. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, we just have a bunch of fun stuff coming up that I'm not able to tease because they're all kind of surprises for y'all. Um, but we did just release for on April Fool's Day a takeover for our sister cast, um, What a Concept, taking over our pod, reviewing the movie Dread. Nice. nice. Very nice. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dev. And if you're not doing uh, Death Becomes Her, do Death Becomes Her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. That's what we talked about when you were frozen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to Meg to add it to the list. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, and again, I am Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punderdrone. Um, I love tweeting about social justice and podcasts and all things queer and wonderful. Um, you'll find me here every other Saturday and on Kelrick's Humanera game every other Sunday. Uh, thank you so much again for listening and taking your time. Uh, we really appreciate uh, y'all and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford, I'm an earl, you know. You're a baron. As worlds carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck. The fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, with a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Jarreau. Quite. Because the first time the door opens, I'm going to push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.